Hello, Madam LaQueer. And welcome to another episode of Riesling and Raven. This is episode 10, and I will be talking about, well, since we're on a drag race kick, my last episode, I talked about the incoming season 12 Queens on American Drag Race. So I figured let's stick with drag race, and I'm going to discuss some of my favorite queens and some of the queens who I'm not particularly fond of. Um, A lot of the queens who I'm not particularly fond of. It's like, I don't hate them, hate them, but I'm not a fan. And like some of them I have a love-hate relationship with. Like there's something about them that I love and adore, but then there's something else that I'm just like, nope, I want no part of it. I want nothing to do with them, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I put a list together and I went through... um, basically went through every season and tried to find some queens from every season. I may skip a season or two, um, but I'm going to start with, well, let's go with an order of seasons. So season one we had BB Zahara Benet, Nina Flowers, Rebecca Glasscock, Chanel Angina, Jade Akasha, Tammy Brown, and Victoria Porkchop Parker. Um, love Nina Flowers. She is visually stunning to look at. Same with Angina. Um, and Nina Flowers' personality is just so intoxicating. Mm, BB is. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan of BB Zahara Benet. Um, also, everyone's a huge fan of like Tammy Brown, and I don't know. Tammy Brown just isn't on my radar of like queens to follow. Um, another, I mean, yeah, like BB Zahara Benet, like she's a winner, but she's, she's, I don't know. She's not even. Like, after she did All-Stars, my opinion didn't change. Like, I can't say that I like watching her because she's visually fun to look at, but, like, also, she's not that entertaining. But, like, yeah. And then everyone, yeah, everyone's all about Tammy Brown, and I don't know. I don't find the appeal, or I don't find what it is that people are so encapsulated by from her. Uh, moving on to season two, we have Tyra Sanchez, Raven, Jujube, Tatiana, Pandora Box, Jessica Wilde, Sahara Davenport, Morgan McMichaels, Sonique, Mystique, Summers, Madison, Nicole Page Brooks, and Shangela. I'm already going to start off with saying Shangela is overrated to me. I'm sorry. That's just my thoughts. I'm not a Shangela fan. I've seen her perform live and she is a phenomenal performer. But eh, I'm not going to pay tickets to go and see Shangela. That's just my thing. It's just she's not my cup of tea. And that's basically just it. She's just I'm not a fan. Um, Jujubee, I find her personality is fun. I would like to hang out. I would hang out with Jujubee. Um, Raven, visually stunning. I mean, look at Raven. I mean, I love to look at Raven. Tatiana, not a fan. No. Not a fan of Tatiana. 
Pandora box, same thing. Meh. Jessica, Jessica Wild. Jessica Wild. Eh, I don't know. I don't think about Jessica Wild when I think about like season two. Um, but Morgan McMichaels, yes. I am a Morgan McMichaels fan. And I talk about a queen on season 12 who kind of reminds me of Morgan McMichaels, uh, Gigi Good. And I'm just very excited about that. But yeah, Morgan McMichaels, I like her in All Stars. I did like following Morgan in All Stars despite her leaving and then coming back and then literally leaving the following episode. But that tartan eleganza from Morgan was fabulous. Moving on to season three, Raja, Manila Luzon, uh, Alexis Mateo, Yara Sofia, Carmen Carrera, Shangela, Delta Work, Stacey Lane Matthews, Mariah, India Farah, Mimi I'm First, Phoenix, and Venus Delight. Uh, Mimi I'm First, don't like her. India Farah, meh. Stacey Lane Matthews, no thanks. Delta Work, entertaining. Shangela, forget it. Carmen Carrera, she's pretty on the eyes. Raja, love her. Manila, love her. Alexis Mateo, she's fun to watch. And she's got great energy. Um, Venus Delight, forget- forgettable. Phoenix, forgettable. Easy, short, straight to the point. Season 3, meh. But I do love Manila and Raja. Raja, fashionista. Manila, super freaking creative. I love her. Season 4, Sharon Needles, Chad Michaels, Fifi O'Hara, Latrice Royale, Kenya Michaels, Dita Ritz, Willem, Jiggly Caliente, Milan, Madame Laqueer, The Princess, LaShawn Beyond, and Alyssa Summers. Alyssa Summers, forgettable. LaShawn Beyond, who's that? The Princess is actually an attractive boy to me. When The Princess was out of drag, I was like, oh shit, who's she? I was like, the princess can do whatever the fuck she would ever want with me. Oh, Jesus. Madame McQueer? No, thanks. Jiggly Conleyante? I'm over her. Willem? Die. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Willem. I do not like Willem. No. No, thanks. No. I will never pay to go and see Willem. I'll pay to go see other queens, but I'm not a fan of Willem. Kenny Michaels? She's fun. Latrice? Love her. But I'm sorry, but like Latrice is great. But I wouldn't pay to go I wouldn't pay to buy a ticket to go and see just Latrice. Like if there were a bunch of queens and Latrice was performing, that would that that'd be a different story. But if it was just a Latrice thing, eh, I I would think about it. Like it, I would have to think about like, is it worth spending the money? Fifi Fifi O'Hara is one of those queens that I have a complicated thought about. Personality? No thanks. Not a fan of Fifi. However, she is an artist. Like, her whole cosplay career online and her whole aesthetic has, like, evolved and I am just I like where Fifi has gone with her online presence and with her work online. That is something that I've been enjoying. Chad Michaels, 
she can kill Cher. And, like, she can do more than just Cher, which I love. Chad Michaels is one of those impersonators that I would enjoy seeing because she can do more than Cher and do it well. Like, Chad Michaels is Cher and Chad Michaels. And then Sharon Needles, she is the spooky queen and she will forever and always be our spooky queen. May her soul rest in hell. Season 5, Jinx Monsoon, Alaska Thunderfuck, Roxy Andrews, Detox, Coco Montrese, Alyssa Edwards, Amy Winters, Jade Jolie, Lanesha Sparks, Vivian Panay, Honey Mahogany, Monica Beverly Hills, Serena Chacha, Penetration. Already gonna say, Alaska Talks, I can do without. I am not a fan of Alaska, Roxy, or Detox. My mother likes Roxy. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Coco Montrese and Alyssa Edwards? Eh. I've seen Alyssa live a couple times. She's got great energy. She's a fabulous entertainer. She is fun. She knows what she's doing. Ivy Winters? Love her two pieces. She is such a sweet girl. Oh my god. Ivy is so adorable. Jinx Monsoon? Love her. Jinx is... I love Jinx. She is... Theatrical. She is glam Jinx Monsoon is fabulous and I love her season 6 the season well no I started with season 5 but season 6 is the season that I watched most intently um Bianca Del Rio Adore Delano Courtney Act Darian Lake Bendela Creme, Jocelyn Fox, Trinity K. Bonet, Laganja Estranja, Milk Giagun, April Carrion, Vivacious, Magnolia Crawford, and Kelly Mantle. Once again, Kelly Mantle, Magnolia Crawford, forgettable. I think the only thing memorable was Magnolia Crawford's nose contour. Vivacious, Club Kid. Vivacious is important because a lot of people didn't understand her, but that's because they don't understand that Like, before drag, there was a club kid scene. Like, the drag scene came from the balls. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Ask your elder gays. Ask the gay elders. But I'm pretty sure the drag scene came from the ballroom scene, but was also an extension of the drag scene, which was the club kids scene with Vivacious and the original club kids and... Oh, shit. What were their names? Um, oh, uh, James St. James was uh, one of the original Club Kids. There's a whole movie that kind of talks about James St. James and the Club Kid life called Party Monster. It's a great movie. It has, um, Macaulay Culkin and Seth Green, I believe, in it. I believe his name was Seth Green. But yeah, it's a fabulous movie. And, um, oh, and the actor who plays Fez from that 70s show, he's in it too. But yeah, Party Monster, great movie about the, um, uh, Club Kid scene and everything. And it's a good movie to watch to sort of understand what the club kid scene was like because a lot of people don't really understand what it is that some what some drag performers are doing nowadays and a lot of them are saying that that is not drag but it is drag you're just uninformed on what the history of drag really is and I just feel like people need to expand and do their research and sort of understand drag is bigger than looking like a man or a woman anyways after that little tiny lesson uh trinity k bonet 
personality is phenomenal. She's such a sweet girl. Ben de la Creme, one of my faves. Courtney Act. Courtney Act. Australian for whore. I don't know. She's pretty. Adora Lana, she was fun. I saw her live when I started to do drag. Um, I saw her live. I saw Courtney Act. But I missed Bianca Del Rio. Oh, and I saw Darian Lake. But yeah, I missed Bianca Del Rio. And I was so upset. But yeah, saw Adora and Bianca... I did finally meet Bianca a few years later. Um, but yeah, Bianca is hilarious, obviously. And she's sweet. Like, she can be an asshole. But, like, that's her job. But Bianca is, like, nice. Okay, moving on to season seven. Violet Chachki, Ginger Minj, Pearl Liaison, Kennedy Davenport, Katya Zamolochikova, Ekaterina Petrovna Zamolochikova, Trixie Mattel, Miss Fame, Jordan Dior Fierce, Max which technically is Max Melanaffy, Candy Ho, Mrs. Kosh Davis, Jasmine Masters, Sasha Bell, and Tempest Du Jour. I like Tempest Du Jour. She's a drama teacher. She's a theater girl. She is, I, just theater, yes. Jasmine Masters, meh. That ab, those abs though, like damn. Candy Ho, I can do without. Jaden Dior Fierce, meh. Max, I like Max has an aesthetic that she sticks to. I mean, she could venture out a little, but hey, I need to tell myself that too. Miss Fame, stunning to look at. Miss Fame, love to just look at her. Like I could just stare at Miss Fame all day. Trixie Mattel, she's got a brand. She knows what she's doing. Trixie Mattel is a smart businesswoman. I think that's what it mostly is. Trixie is a smart businesswoman. Katya, entertaining as hell. Pearl, meh. Um, Ginger Minj, no, I'm not particularly a fan of Ginger Minj. I don't know what it is. I'm just, yeah. Ginger Minj is just really not my cup of tea. And Violet Trashki, same thing like Miss Fame. She's fun to look at. She's fun to watch. Season 8, Bob the Drag Queen, Kim Chi, Naomi Smalls, Chichi Devane, Derek Berry, Thorgy Thor, Robbie Turner, Acid Betty, Nasha Lopez, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Dax Exclamation Point, and Layla McQueen. Unfortunately, <laughs> Dax and Layla were the first to go, and yet Layla was one of my... When, I, when we first meet the queens, I was like, ooh, Layla, a gothy queen, and then I saw she was wearing flats, and I was like, oh, girl, you're already fucked up. Um, Dax exclamation point, cosplayer, massive cosplayer, and the mother of Violet Trotsky. So I had high hopes, and they were too high, because that fell flat. And then Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Miss, what was that? Congeniality, that's it, Miss Congeniality, fabulous. Acid Betty, not a fan, not a fan of Acid Betty. Same with Robbie Turner, not a fan of Robbie Turner. Um, we had Thorgy Thor come to Niagara, so I got to see Thorgy Thor live. Unfortunately, her luggage was lost at the airport, so she wasn't necessarily completely done up. So that was a bit disappointing. However, she was still entertaining to watch. Derek Barry, don't like her. Chita Ravane, not a fan. Naomi Smalls, she's nice to look at. Bob the Drag Queen, entertaining. Both her numbers and her comedy. Bob is freaking hilarious. And I will... I have paid to go and see Bob. That, I have. Yes. 
because I went and paid tickets to go see the AAA girls, but it was being hosted by Bob the Drag Queen, and that's mainly why I was going. Also, because Courtney Act, I think, it was performing too. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's let's go see it. And it was it was one of those. Oh, yeah, I was living in Toronto at the time, too. So I was like, yeah, let's go see the AAA girls and buy the drag queen. And let's go in face. Why not? So that was one of my gifts to myself when I freshly moved to Toronto at that time. Moving on to season nine. Almost done. How long have I already been? We're good. Season 9, Sasha Velour, Peppermint, Shea Trinity Taylor, Alexis Michelle, Nina Bonina Brown, Valentina, Pheromone, Aja, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Eureka, Charlie Hydes, Kimora Black, James Mansfield. This was a weird season. This one went everywhere. Okay, so Kimora Black, stunning to look at. Charlie Hydes, boring. James Mansfield, shut up. Eureka, eh, she made good TV. Aja was one of my favorites just because her whole aesthetic was kind of my thing. Um, Pheromone, not a fan. Valentina, no thanks. Nina Bonina, at first she was fun. Like she was out of the box and then we watched her on the show and it could have been the editing, but uh, I don't know. Nina was just starting to fall off of my radar. Um, Shea Coulee, love Shea Coulee. Sasha Vlour, always could be a fave. Peppermint, entertaining. Love Peppermint. And Trinity Taylor. I... Yeah, I... Yeah, I would would pay to go see Trinity Taylor. If she had, um... A solo show happening. Um... Alexis Michelle, she's a theater girl. But... Meh. I don't know if I would pay to go see Alexis Michelle by, by herself. Moving on to season 10... Aquaria, Eureka again, Cameron Michaels, Asia O'Hara, Ms. Crocker, Monet Exchange, The Vixen, Monique, Hart, Blair, St. Clair, Mayhem, Miller, Desi, Ray Bottoms, Yuwa Hamasaki, Calorie, Kardashian, Williams, and Vanessa, Venji, Met, Ms. Venji. Yeah. I mean, Vanessa is, I'm, I don't know. Vanessa's turned into a meme and that's all she is now. She's just a meme and it's like, mm, I don't know. Calorie Kardashian, she was one of my favorites when that season, when season 10 started. Calorie was one of my favorites because I thought, ooh, yay, plus size girl, let's get her at the top. Didn't really go that far. <laughs> uh, Yuwa Hamasaki, she was super creative and cool. I liked her. Dusty Ray Bottoms was another one I liked. Mayhem Miller, actually, I think the majority of season 10 I enjoyed, but I wasn't a fan of the finals i wasn't a fan of aquaria i wasn't a fan of eureka camera michaels was fun to look at uh Asia o'hara she just made some bad choices miss cracker i wish miss cracker went to the final because i was i liked miss cracker i thought she was doing well monet exchange she was entertaining I'm, i liked monet in all stars monet was very fun to watch in all stars uh, Vixen, nah. Monique Hart, she was entertaining. Blair is probably, if not Dusty Ray Bottoms, Blair St. Clair is, one, is my favorite from season 10. I freaking love Blair, and I hope she is confirmed to be on the next All-Star season. Because I love Blair. She's so sweet, and she understands theater references. I mean, can... 
Like, ugh, she's just so pretty. She's just so sweet. She deserves another chance. Give Blair a chance. Moving on before I get emotional. Season 11. Evie Oddly, Brooklyn Heights, Akira Davenport, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo again, Nina West, Sugar Kane, Plastic Tiara, Raja O'Hara, Scarlet Envy, Ariel Versace, Mercedes Amon, Diamond, Honey Davenport, Kana Montrese, and Soju. Soju is the one who I'm talking about in my other podcast. Soju was, I'm pretty sure, the one who had the, <laughs> the cyst. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure so the one who was leaking on <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Why was that? Why did that have to be on national television? Anyways. <laughs> oh, Connor Montrese. Meh. Honey Davenport. Or, like, Ariel Versace. Uh, forgettable. Mercedes Amon Diamond. I enjoyed watching just because she was openly public about her religious beliefs and her um culture and everything and i mean with the shit that she's still dealing with even after being on drag race like before she was apparently like what she said on the show she was on a no-fly list because she because of her culture i can't remember if um she's iranian or um, I know she's Muslim. I, I think she was Muslim. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, but yeah, I just, I just feel like Mercedes is taking it one day at a time and is like a strong queen in herself. Like she's just sure of herself and she's just good. She's she's a good person. Mercedes is just a wholesome, good person. Um, I like, I'm not a fan of Plastic Tiara. No, no thank you. Not a fan of Plastic Tiara. Nina West, however, yes. I like Nina West. I wish she went further. (laughs) I really wish it was Nina West instead of Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Silky Nutmeg Ganache can just go away. Um, no thank you. No, thank you. And again, Vanessa, she's a meme. Brooklyn Heights? Okay, this is where, this is where, yeah. So, first time I saw Brooklyn, I was auditioning for Cruise and Tango's Drag Race in Toronto. And, one second, I'm gonna need a sip for this. Anyways. So, I was living in Toronto at the time, and I was auditioning for Cruise and Tango's Drag Race. Almost was cast, but it came down to three of us basically lip-syncing for the last spot. And, um, the one girl who beat me out, basically, she she was more popular because she was known in the community and everything, and, um, I feel like it was between me and her, um for the last slot um I took a lot I took massive risks with my choices for my entry stuff like my look and everything else I took risks um but she just had a larger fan base 
and she was more well-known in the area. So for the very last slot of the audition things, um, she got that slot. Um, and now she is apparently one of the girls who is on Drag Race Canada. So there's that. Anyways, moving back to Brooklyn Heights. Um, first time I saw her, she was a guest judge for one of the days of Cruz and Tango's Drag Race. When I went, I popped in and Brooklyn was there and I had no idea who she was. Um, I just thought she was a veteran Toronto queen who won pageants and a bunch of stuff. Um, and then boom, lo and behold, she's on American Drag Race and I'm like, why does she look familiar? And she talks about being from Canada and Toronto and everything. And I'm like, oh shit, that was her. So that was basically my first experience seeing Brooklyn and everything was her as like a guest judge in a bar that I entered for the thing that she was guest judging. Um, after seeing her on the show, I am a bigger fan. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan, but I have respect for her. Like everything that she's done, everything that she's achieved, um, what she basically represents as a brand and as herself. Um, I think, again, it's another one of those queens who are a smart business woman and who knows how to think um, about marketing herself as a business. I think that was that's one of the main things. And I mean, she is stunning. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. She is gorgeous. Whether she's wearing clothes or not, she is stunning. Um, but I'm not like gaga for her. Like during the Pride Parade when she was on a flow, everybody's screaming their heads off. And I'm just like, oh, she is so stunning. She is just so pretty. But yeah. I mean, like, I'm not, like, a diehard, but it's just, like, yeah, she's fine. She's a great entertainer. She's pretty. Yeah, I'm not, like, Gaga, but, yeah. And then Evie is super abstract, and also, she's kind of, oh, what is it? She's very, I mean, odd, obviously. Evie, oddly, is odd. Um... But I'm trying to think. She's like a combination of the creative, thought-out concepts of Sasha Velour with some subtle kookiness of either Layla McQueen or... Yeah, no, yeah, like the quirky, odd, dark side of Layla McQueen mixed with the very smart and creative side of Sasha Velour. And I mean, they're both bald queens, so those just go hand in hand. Um, well, I mean, Evie isn't necessarily a bald queen. She wears, she wears wigs mostly. But I just, I enjoy Evie because... She's what I enjoy most about drag, which is when a queen puts together a full production and they put so much thought and work and research into 
a performance and number. Like, I like seeing a thought-out number. I like to be kind of taken on a journey when I watch a queen. Not, like, an entire journey, but, like, instead of just throwing on a goddamn sequin dance costume and dancing around on the stage to a pop song, like, give me something. Like, give me some kind of a concept. Give me some kind of a theme. Give me something. Like, if you want to do a popular song, you could do, like, Janet Jackson, or, hmm, you could do Cold Hearted Snake, and instead of wearing just a dancey costume, you could wear a snakeskin dress. You could wear something that resembles a snakeskin. Or, if you want to do, like, a slow-ish ballad song, instead of just doing the slow ballad song, you could do a remix of a song, like... People forget you can find remixes of songs to make them more entertaining to watch. Which is what I love to do. I love to find a song that is normal. And if I don't feel like a specific concept or something will work for it, I will go and see if I can find a dancey, upbeat club version of a song that people like and enjoy. So it's not so much as I'm doing a slow ballad. It's, hey, here's a ballad or song that I know people like, but because we're in a club, I'm going to keep it upbeat and fun and do a dance version of it. Or instead of just doing a hashed out, overdone pop song, like doing a classic Lady Gaga song, I'm going to do a remix or a version of it or a cover of it so that it just keeps things fresh. I just like things that are fresh and not overdone because I just get tired when I see the same damn thing done again and again and again and I hate it. But that is another episode possibly to come or maybe that's, uh, no, I touched on that in my very first episode. So I'm not going to rant on that again. Anyways, I have been bitching for long enough, so I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to keep sipping my drink while I am in bed until I pass the fuck out because I have a rehearsal for a show tomorrow. Anyways, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Whatever it is, it's five o'clock somewhere. Support yourself another glass of Riesling because you deserve it.